Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where America began. Or walk the fields where our country was won. Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Through 25 seasons, 4,561 episodes. I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Does anybody here have any theories about why men cheat? Yeah, what's your theory? Need attention. Uh-huh. Well, that's what my husband tells me is the reason why he cheated on me. It was because he needed attention. He said I didn't have his time. You didn't have his time. Okay, yes, hi. My husband cheated because he was lonely. He was lonely. You know, we were living separately because of his job, and he was lonely, and there was a lot of, I think, affirmation from this other person that he was getting from her. Well, you and you are right. Uh, I just want to say this, that the, the, my friends, the statistics have come home to roost. One in three, actually it's one in 2.7, mm-hmm. but we'll, okay. Say one in three men will cheat and most of their wives are never gonna know about it. And here's something else, 92% of cheating men say that it is not primarily about the sex. It's exactly what the women of our audience have just said. These provocative facts and many more can be found in a groundbreaking book. It's called The Truth About Cheating by marriage counselor Gary Newman, who's just the best I've ever encountered over the years. Gary surveyed hundreds of faithful and cheating husbands and uncovered the real reasons why men cheat. Now, some of you, I know you're gonna be all ticked off about this show today. And uh, I'm really excited about it because I get excited when there's information that I know can help you become more aware, more conscious, and in control of your life. And so this topic obviously is as old as men and women are. But joining us on Skype are two couples whose marriages have been rocked by affairs. Colleen and Scott are from Hemet, California. Colleen discovered that Scott had an affair four years ago and says that she still doesn't understand why. You will by the end of the show, though, Colleen. And Anne and Brian 
are Skyping from their home office in Vancouver after working through the aftermath of Brian's affair and became the director of a support group for betrayed spouses that is called Beyond Affairs Network. So we also have several couples in our audience who are struggling with this fallout of infidelity. All have opinions and questions for Gary today. So welcome everybody and welcome you. Thank you. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I know that you really are concerned about how marriages work in this country. And, yeah. you know, we've done many shows, some of the best of my career, actually, uh, talking about divorce and how to handle divorce with your children. And so you wrote this book because? Because for over 20 years, living along with women counseling, seeing the devastation and how overwhelming it is when they are cheated on and what it subsequently does to the children and the family and that's what we've been about. You want to help children a divorce? I said, well, let's get really down and dirty and find out what we can do to save marriages and make them better. Okay. So the controversy where a lot of people are going to be ticked off, because mm -hmm. as I'm reading the book, I think a lot of onus is put on the woman. Right. And so I know a lot of women are going to feel, as I did, how come it's up to us to figure out stuff? How come we got to be the ones to work it out? How come we got to be the ones to, to fix it? Well, first of all, it's not about blaming the wife. It can't be. I mean, cheating is ridiculous, it's wrong, and you can't justify it. And it's not even your responsibility to change it. However, you know, my book is about one thing. It's really about empowering women. If I can give you knowledge that says that I could have proof that if you do certain things, you can lead your relationship to a better place yeah. that will be much better for you as well, because it's not just about stopping tragedy. It's yeah. about building a much more mutually beneficial relationship. Okay, so there, and you say in the book, there is a certain percentage, I think it was 12, yes, right? That. Who just are going to cheat no matter what. Correct. Doesn't Scary. matter what you yes. do, you can be Halle Berry in your underwear. Right. And uh, they're right. still going to do it. Right. Absolutely. So we're not even trying to address that. No, they run. Run like Run. Like the Those wind. are the serial ones. <laughs> right. You're just going to do it no matter and, what. And the pain is just overwhelming, and you're just going to keep hitting your head against the wall. And how do you know if you've got one of those versus the other 88%? Well, one of the, one of the main ways is a lack of remorse. Right. When he does it, and you have to try to convince him that it's not justified. If he's cavalier about yeah. it, yeah. frankly, I don't even work with couples like that. I right. can't with good conscience have a woman jumping any kind of hurdle if the man is like that in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So what was the number one reason you found that men cheated? It was amazing. The majority, as you said, 
92% it was said it was not about the sex. The majority said it was an emotional disconnection, specifically a sense of feeling underappreciated, a lack of thoughtful gestures. It's what you said at the beginning of the show, not enough time for your husband. It's what you, you said your, your husband felt that he was lonely in the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And men are very emotional beings. They just don't, you know, look like that, or they don't seem like that, or they don't tell you that. So yeah. we have this men are pigs theory, and that's it. <laughs> no, we have this theory that men don't know how to express their feelings, and men don't want to talk about their feelings, and that basically men are unemotional beings. Right. And what you say in this book, The Truth About Cheating, is that that is absolutely not true. Right. Men are very emotional beings. They just express it differently. Correct. All right. Josh in our audience told our producers that he cheated on his wife because he felt like a piece of furniture at home. Josh, where are you? Josh, hi. Tell us well, about that. I did feel underappreciated, like what we've heard. Um, and that allowed me to start feeling real insecure and, and um, a lot of self-doubt. And I think that insecurity is, was um, really the catalyst. I didn't feel comfortable going to the one person in the world I should be going to. Mm -hmm. um, which is my wife. She was w more than willing to be there for me if I was just willing to ask. But after 10 years of being married and, and me being walled off, she wasn't going to make herself very approachable anymore. Okay, so what you're saying in this book is, is that men leave women or cheat on other women because they leave because of the way the other woman makes them feel. Right. Makes them feel different makes them feel appreciated, admired. Men look strong, look powerful and capable, but on the inside, they're insecure like everybody else. Yes. They're searching and looking for somebody to build them up, to make them feel valued. And when they're with their wives, and after a while, which is completely understandable with the way life goes, yes. children and mortgage and you know all the financial strappings of life, all of a sudden, that home environment doesn't become about us and about appreciating and building each other up. Yeah. And when men, they, they are winning kind of mentality people. No, that's what I loved you saying in the, the book. Men love to win. That's the way they to think. Win. Anybody here, you know, you watch your husband watch a sporting event. Does he have ownership in this team? <laughs> Does yeah, he? Right. It, it, it looks like that, yeah, right? Yeah. It would have meant. But as long as they're in the game, even to the very end, they'll watch. Yeah. Once it's a blowout and they know their team can't win, television goes off. Yeah. And what a lot of men will say to me through this research is I just felt like I couldn't win. Now, they might not have been great guys to live with. I'm not saying it's her fault again. But yeah. if you want to secure your relationship and understand and have the knowledge of men, make them feel like they're yeah. winning with the things that they do for you. Yeah, the thing is, and the truth about cheating, I found it very enlightening. I know also, but there, also there's a part of me like, oh, OK, so now once again, the responsibility lies with the woman. So I know that when you read it, you're going to feel that. The truth of the matter is, Men do need to be made to feel like they're winners. They do need to have themselves built up. They do not want to right. be taken for granted right. in the same way that women don't want to be taken for granted. Yeah. So women feel taken advantage of doing the things that are expected of them. And the one point that really struck me is that, oh my, men feel the same way. And, and it comes back to you. You see, what yeah. women have to understand, and that's why we're not saying it's all the woman's got to do this. She will get in return what she gives. See, women think that if I appreciate him too much, he'll just 
stop and he'll say, oh, good, I don't have to do anything else. It is the opposite. But case in point, I was, I'm trying to make here is that a thing like going off to work every day, which every man does uh, who is responsible for his family, after a while, men feel taken for granted that they are doing that. And so do we, because that's what you're supposed right. to do. Right. So there needs to be some acknowledgement of that, is yeah. what you're saying. Where's AJ? AJ? Hi, AJ. Hi. Your reason was? Our marriage was rocky for the first five years of our marriage. And we got to the point where we were really living in separate parts of the house. I went downstairs every time I came home from work. So when somebody else took an interest in me and interested in, was interested in what I did, interested in my job, interested in what I wear, you name it, before I had the self-awareness to understand my vulnerabilities and take responsibility, I liked it, even though it was the, the worst decision of my life. Mm. So again, it was interest in you. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody that admired me. That admired you. That is it. Lonely, attention, admired, made me feel, I heard somebody say once, made me feel alive. Yes. The person made me feel alive. Yeah. The way it used to be when we were dating and first getting married. Mm -hmm. So obviously you need to keep that up. Yeah, I have to keep <laughs> <laughs> You better. Everybody deserves that. Everybody wants that both ways. Both ways. Well, how often do men actually admit to cheating? Very infrequently. I mean, 55% of men in my study still have either not told their wives or lied after hard evidence. Only 7% told their wives without being asked. So I, I, I kind of tell people, if you're going to wait for him to come tell you, you know, go buy a lottery ticket because you like playing against the odds, you know? Playing I mean, it's just it's not going to happen. Yeah. And the amazing thing of what we heard today is that, you know, 88% of the men, and it's mind-blowing, said that the other woman was no better looking, not in better shape than their own wives. I know, which that is so shocking to women because you want to go... And you went with her, and she was skanky. <laughs> How did that happen? How? Because it's... Did it's, you leave me yeah. for that skanky person? So to speak. You know what I'm saying? Well said, well said. Yeah. But because it's not about the sex, what everybody's been made to believe. You know, anybody, no matter how you look, can be admiring and kind and warm and give you that extra, you know, little pump and that extra kindness and, and, and hang on your Interested words. Interested in you. Exactly. Sure. Yes. Okay. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So Colleen and Scott are here. You say Scott didn't confess until what? He was kind of caught. Several times. Yeah, kind of over and over again he, he was caught. What happened the first time he was caught? Um, that was a phone call to our house on Father's Day from the other woman. Uh-huh. And um, I was standing there right with him in the kitchen, so I heard her. 
And she said, are you okay? Are you okay? Hang in there. And he, he tried to tell me it was a dispatcher from work. And yeah, that was very suspicious. And the problem is, like for you, I imagine the next thing you're going to say is it ended there. You know, I, I just said, okay, I have to believe him. And, and, the, and the, the problem is, is that that's the moment where every woman has to look at her husband and say simply, look, the fact that I think you may be cheating, I'll trust you at your word. I got no choice. But there's something wrong with us. I mean, it's enough of a sign that we have to say what is not making us happy with each other and what are we going to do today to chart a different course. So that's, that's what, you, what has to that's happen. That's what you're saying today. If you suspect that your husband is cheating, not to then live with it and then just go, well, I guess there's nothing I can do about it because there is something you that, can do about absolutely, it. Absolutely. So it. what do you think Colleen should have done at that time before she got the next sign? She, first of all, should have investigated if that's where she wanted to go with that. And what does that mean? Getting in the car and spying on him? Well, there are less and more intrusive ways. <laughs> the least intrusive way, I always I tell women, go to cell phone records. That's the first easiest way of finding out whether he's very involved with somebody. Most people can find that way, or you go on the internet, if you can get in there and find, you find a lot of stuff that way through that contact. Okay. The second way, a simple way that's also not too invasive is a GPS magnet. Put it on the bottom of his car. He says he's here, and you know on the computer when that car comes home that night where that car has been. Ooh, good. <laughs> but you need to find out if GPS tracking is legal in your state. And the most invasive, but it's one that I have people that I see, patients that I see commit to is ask him to go for a lie detector test. I know now, you said that in the book. Where are we going to find a lie detector? <laughs> no, there are very good people in every city. And everybody has this idea of lie detector, like it's some criminalized thing. The, the man can take it without the woman present. It can be one question. It, it's not a, an extremely trying situation. But I kind of but say to the man. aren't you in trouble if you have to say, let's go take a lie detector well, test? It, aren't you in but, bad well, shape? If you, the problem is that men lie so much, and if you keep getting inklings that you know you're, you're going crazy here, you know that's yeah. the issue. I mean, because what does lying? Okay, Scott lied lied in the beginning to Colleen. What does lying do to the relationship? Let me ask you first, Colleen. Him lying to you, what did that do to the relationship? Yeah, I, I think that that was probably more harmful than the affair itself. Yeah was the lying. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when you've been married for so long and you trust someone so much and they look you right in the eye yeah. and they're telling you a lie, it really, it takes a lot to move past that. It really takes a lot. So when did you, how long ago did you have the affair, Scott? Uh, four years ago. What was the reason you were cheating? Did you feel any of the things that Gary talks about, the truth about cheating, or any of the things we've said here today? Were you feeling disconnected in the marriage? Not necessarily disconnected. I mean, uh, you know, my wife and I were, were still very connected, but I just was starting to feel a lot of insecurity, as uh, the first gentleman shared. And, uh, you know, I felt powerless. You know, I didn't feel able to talk with my wife. She had a, a mother that had passed away, and with her mother passing, 
and not being on the best of terms and, and just a lot of unresolved issues, looking back on it, you know, I felt it uh, transferred into our relationship when it really didn't. She was really looking for me to be that strong point. And I kind of walked away from it because of the insecurities that I was feeling and the challenges that we were facing in our marriage at that time. Yeah. I, I thought it was uh, my performance and my abilities to, to be able to love her as a husband. Yeah, Scott goes to something that Gary talks about in The Truth About Cheating and what we were mentioning earlier. Men want to win. They want to be able to fix the situation. They can't fix the situation. They feel insecure about it or inferior about it or right. not that we measured up to it. Or... Right. I mean, men, they, they want to feel like they're pleasing their wives. Yes. And when, when they, you know, when he makes you breakfast and he burned it. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's got a PhD. The guy knows how to make toast, you know, he can't, but still he burned it. You know, when you give him the message mainly that you screwed up, then believe it or not, it makes him feel insecure. I can't win. I try to do something nice. Okay, I messed it up. Go with the, the engender the good feeling of the trying and, and the effort that, that he's you made. That you did, yes. So we're talking about why men cheat. We have Catherine on the phone with a question for Gary. Catherine, hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, how are good. you? That's a question. Yeah. I'm so-so. I've had a tough year. <laughs> My question is, um, I think my husband has cheated on me, and I'm, I've confronted him on it, but he has denied it over and over, and I think it's one of those things that the guys say, take it to your grave kind of thing. And I guess my question for you is, um, how can I encourage him to tell me the truth without driving him away, and how can I um, let go of my suspicions if what I'm suspecting is not even real? Well, uh, can I ask how you know that he yeah. might be cheating on you? One night, I saw his phone on the counter in the kitchen. I looked at it and was kind of somehow just came right to this picture of him naked and aroused from the waist down. I was just totally shaken in my boots because I didn't recognize where the picture was from. I just knew it was him. And so I couldn't hold it back. I just asked him about it. He denied anything. He just said he took the picture to send to me, which you know, I know is a big fat lie because I wouldn't approve, you know? And um, so that was one thing. And then I've also seen like emails from women from Russia um, asking him these questions. And, what and then kind of also, questions? What kind of questions? Just wanting him to be his, their lovers and wanting, and I, I actually saw some pictures of them. So what it is, you, what, what are you wondering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the question? Know, my question is, why is he not telling me the truth? I mean, I, I will forgive him because I love him. But why can't he just tell me? You are still suspicious? Are you, are you kidding? I am suspicious, yeah. OK. Gary, help. Huh? Yes. <laughs> um, the, the important thing here is I, I, would, I would go for a lie detector test. That's what I'm back to. In other words, if you, obviously, we all think here that he's up to no good, and you're just That's what in that place. That's what we all think yes. here, OK? <laughs> we all think that. But and, don't, and don't let to... our 300 voices influence you one way or the other. But well, what we do don't... we know? But, and the question, Catherine, that you have to face, and this is hard for women, do you want to know? That's it. Do you want to know, Catherine? I would suspect that maybe you don't want to know, because what else do you need to confirm? What is... How well, did what he... proof do you get? I mean, except catching them in the act. I mean, I'm not sure what... You know, everyone says, I need hard evidence. Hard evidence. I mean, you know.
<laughs> okay. Uh, what'd you say, Catherine? I said I did investigate. I, I put a GPS tracker on his car, and I also put a, a spyware on his computer. I mean, I'm desperate here, you know, and, and um, the guy's smart. He found the tracker. I stupid me, left it in my purse, and he wondered what it was, found it. And he also is very savvy computer-wise and found my spyware, too. So but, but I why, just, I mean... Why, why not the lie detector test? Because if he refuses, if you have nothing to hide... Still not. And the he way won't I do it. Well, the, well, I know why he won't do it. But uh, the, the, the way I put it to men is I say, listen, if you take a lie detector test, then if the, your wife agrees that she'll trust you and that she'll stop putting energy into asking you where and when and who you're with, whatever, it buys you something. It becomes like Colleen said, that the affair is even less than the lying. The fear is less damaging what the lying right. does, right? Right. Uh, yes. And that's why I, I tell men, you know, men have this, you know, ridiculous uh, code, like, don't ever tell. It's the worst, worst idea. The best idea is to come clean as early as possible because, like Colleen was saying, the more you lie to your wife's face, the harder trust will ever be able to be built. And I say to men, yeah. look, do yourself a bigger favor. Be honest with your wife when you're just beginning to get interested in somebody else. Sit down with your wife and say, listen, something is wrong. Okay. There were no signs, and it was just out of the blue that Brian came home one night and told me that he'd been having an affair. That's odd, isn't mm -hmm. it? Out of it's the very blue, it's very, yeah. very different. Brian was not, not gone in the evenings. He was not emotionally distant from me. Our sex life, we were having sex every night at the time of Brian's affair. This was happening in his lunch hours at work. So, Ann and Brian, you were saying Brian was, you know, having this affair during his lunch hour. Any of the reasons that we've mentioned here today? Because, you know, what Ann just told us, you were connected, you were having sex, you were best friends. That's her version. Was that your version? Why did you have the affair? Exactly. I, I felt very much the same. I was in love with my wife. Uh, we had great sex and, you know, we were emotionally connected. We spent time working on our relationship. What I guess I was unaware of how many vulnerabilities that a person, the vulnerabilities that uh, happened in my life made me uh, susceptible to the attention of somebody else. So, you know, I was always under the belief that affairs happen to people in either bad marriages or where there's no sex going on. And because we had both of those things, I was really unaware of how easily I could slip into an affair because I thought somehow I would be protected or I'd know uh, what to do, you know, or recognize it. Okay, so are you saying that just kind of happened to you? Well, it's slow. It takes a, a little bit of time for it to happen because eventually you start off with some acquaintanceship with somebody that you, you know, either you meet at work or you, you know, meet somewhere and then you develop some sort of a connection with them through some sort of common interest, yeah. whether it's uh, some sports thing, and then you develop a relationship with them. And so uh, I didn't choose to go have an affair. I just kind of... It sort of happened. All the women's noses just went in the air here when you said you didn't choose because we are feeling that you kind of, even though, I hear I, what you're saying. What you're saying is you didn't think about actively, consciously, I'm going to have an affair. Exactly. And this brings us to the po point that even though you say this in the very beginning of the book, 
even though so many people have the opportunity through the web, or something you say like that, but the only 3% of people really finding people on the web. Right, most people find them at work. Most people are finding them at work, just as, as Brian did. Yeah, yeah. and it's slide, when he says slides into it, I think what he's trying to say is that it begins as an emotional relationship, there's a friendship that develops. It's not just looking for the sex, that's the idea. And that's why I wrote the book, because it, it, we all have this they're picture not just of cheaters as the bad guys. You yes. know, they're horrible, rotten, not nice. No, they can be nice people who get lost, who do the wrong thing, and they can be your, your husband. Yeah, and what you're saying is that the signs that he often gives you, women also do the same thing. Yes. And listen, I am certainly aware that women have affairs on their husbands, <clears throat> wives do that, and that's not I'm what this book is about. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting that That's study, a whole however. other different study, because <laughs> women do it for different reasons. Right. They do do it for different reasons. So, so the, for today's purposes, we're right. talking the about cheating men. signs. Yes. Cheating signs, number one, that men, the cheating men, yes. said in my research, obvious ones, spend more time away from the house. Less sex is number two. Avoidance of contact, not picking up your cell phone calls criticizing you more. Mm -hmm. And not only are these the cheating signs that he's cheating, I also, in the research, the percentages are a little different, but they're the same signs for when he is about to cheat, because I'm very interested in prevention. Right. So if he's starting to do that, either he's cheating or you should bring it up because it might be that he's about to cheat. About to cheat. It's a and precursor. also, this is what I found very interesting, because everybody who's fallen in love or become interested in somebody, and I know women do this, when you have a new friend, you just can't stop saying their name. Yeah. You love talking about them, you love mentioning them, you love bringing them up in conversation, and you're saying, in many cases, the men will bring it up. Listen for it. So many women, when they find out their husbands cheat, they know right away who he's cheating with. Because? Because he's been talking about her. He's been talking about lunch and the project, and they're helping, you know, they're building things together, whatever. You know, they're doing all kinds of stuff <laughs> yes, together. Yes, yes. And the second place men meet the other woman is as a hobby, interesting in doing some extracurricular activity, which is why, again, we need to stay involved as women and men together in the things that we do. So you were the couple, you were the couple where you found the 200 emails mm -hmm. from the nanny. Right. The nanny found them. Yeah, um, she basically went on her Yahoo account and um, he had forgotten to sign off. Mm -hmm. So they were all there. Letters from? The mistress. The mistress. Just hearing the word makes you cringe still? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay, because men don't tell. They will not tell, very rarely. Based on what you're saying though, in, in the truth about cheating is, most women will never know. They, correct. They will never they know. They will know, statistically they will never know. Statistically they will never know. Right. Okay. wife and I spent more than five months in Europe and during this time I had an affair. My wife wants to know every level of detail imaginable ranging from the color of the other lady's underwear to how high her heels were, whether she wore mini skirts and what types of sex did I have and it's just excruciating and I think not helping us and I want more than anything to restore the trust that my wife once had in me. I'm looking for recommendations and how to deal with her asking these questions. So that was a voicemail from our anonymous confession hotline. Uh, how much information you should a husband share with his wife about his affair? You're saying he should be truthful, but Maya Angelou always says, you can tell what you know, doesn't mean you have to tell everything you know. 
Yeah, I'll well, you know. especially because there's a very negative effect to telling everything. That's what you as a woman Even must if the know. woman says, I want to know. Well, what, you, what a woman would, should want to know, or what she needs to know, okay. are who is she? How long did it happen? Do you still have anything to do with her? Uh, did you do this when you were at the office? Were you at the conference you said you were? So that going forward, I have a right to know what I need to look for. I would want the, to know if he, you took her to the same places you took me. Well, the problem is... That's not good. <laughs> the problem is when you start asking those questions... Did you questions, tell her the same thing you told me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and how about let's get, more, let's get more than that. Yeah. What type of sex did you have? What was it like for you? Was it better with her than it was with me? Those things... Yeah, I would want to know Well, that. they form an image and they create a much harder place. It's very hard to get further past that when you have all that information. And here's the bottom line that a woman has to understand if you're going forward in this relationship and he's confessing and he's remorseful. And that is, he was screwed up before, okay? He made a mistake, he knows that. He might have thought the sex was better before. He might have thought she was pretty before. But right now, he's saying, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I really messed up. Or I want to fix this. I want to fix this yeah. now. Yeah, but I would think so if you're hard. the woman asking the question, like the gentleman just said on the, the anonymous call, and the, your wife is saying, well, I want to know, I want to know, then you don't tell her, isn't that perceived as now you're holding things back, you're not sharing? Well, yeah, I mean, if a guy said to me, listen, she's demanding to know the color of her underwear, what should I do? I, I agree, yes, you gotta tell. And, and if that hurts the relationship more than it helps, you really don't have the option at that point to discern that. So you're saying what the guy should say in that case is what? I, I, listen, I can tell you anything you want, but I, I feel terrible it happened. I, I don't want to tell you things that are just going to make it harder for you to get past this. I'll tell you anything about when, where, you know, anything so you okay. can watch me. Okay, this is the big one. This is the big one. <sighs> okay. Do you love her? Well, that is a question that you should ask. Not did you love her, do you love her? That is a question you are entitled to ask. Okay. And you must know that answer. Because if the answer is yes or I'm not really sure, then you need to know that before. Because here's the story. You have to make, you know, a woman, for heaven's sakes, you have to make yourself vulnerable to this person again. Right. You have to protect your vulnerability. And you cannot allow yourself to be vulnerable until you have the odds stacked in your favor. So what is the number one complaint uh, cheating husbands have about sex with their wives? Well, it, believe it or not, it is the majority says it's frequency. Frequency of sex. And the reason it's amazing to me is because I think women's magazines makes women believe that they have to have a PhD in like prostitution education <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or else their husbands are going to cheat. I mean, sometimes I'll read some of these positions and things in oh, magazine magazines. Oh, magazine doesn't say not that. Not oh, not oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. So um, all these women who are out there, you know, working out, trying to, it, it's just a matter of frequency. OK, this, and, is, this is why I like the book, where you say, Okay, I know I'm interrupting, but this excites me. You say in the book that women initiating sex with their husband mm -hmm. is like getting flowers and him washing the dishes for us. That, that to the guy you initiate, you, you initiating the sex is like... It's, it's, an emotional, it's an emotional feel. It's saying that I adore you, I care about you, I want to do something nice for you. That's a, it's a way that they connect. There was a woman who said that she felt like a, a, a sperm toilet. Yes. yes, in my study, yes. Yeah. I'm happy you said that and I didn't, but yes. it's in there, yes. 
Yeah. No, you said it, and here, well, I didn't say it. to me, She okay? said, <laughs> woman who fed, said she felt like a sperm toilet because her husband just wanted to do it, do it, do yeah. it, and there she was, a depository. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I go to great lengths to talk about in the book yeah. about how a woman can receive great pleasure understanding herself and her husband psychologically and physiologically because the more you enjoy sex, the more frequent it will be. And I'll tell you what, you know, some people but say... But no, let's go back to yeah. this point. In the book, you say that he wants to be with you. He's saying, I want to be with you. Right. And for men, the sexual wanting to be with you is the way they express... Love, connection. Yes. Right? Uh, kindness. Yes. Uh, I mean, remember, he, he could take care of himself, too. But he wants to do it with you because he wants to feel love. He, he wants to have that loving connection, the touch, the feel, the sensuality, the passion. That comes through a sexual connection. And so you're, uh, as, a, as the woman initiating that, makes him feel... Adored, admired, secure. A winner. A winner. Yeah. A winner. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is... It's better than bringing him flowers or washing the dishes for him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear. Well, what's new about that information? We need to put out more. What's new about that? <laughs> I think what's new is that less than half of the men said it was that the sex itself was unsatisfying or that she wasn't looking the way she used to. I think a lot of women are focusing on the wrong thing. You should be focusing on how to receive pleasure, how to get enough sleep, how to take care of yourself so that you want to have sex. And, and I have found with a lot of women... And then there are also exceptions to this rule because Anne and Brian... Yes. Anne said they were having sex every night. You know, that's a lot of work there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of fun, but ultimately, the, you know, my relationship that I started with the other woman had little to do with the fact that I found her physically attractive or that I was wanted to have sex with her. And, and so the sex as the relationship developed, it just kind of happened. Okay, I, I saw you nodding your head too, yeah? Right. It's the uh, admiration, it's the appreciation it's something that, uh, that may have been missing uh, at home. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what you're saying. Men are winners when they feel that they can have sex, their wives want to have sex with them, and they can give pleasure to their wives. I think, you know, many people make So it has say, more meaning, meaning than just the sexual act, because otherwise more. he'd uh, masturbate. Right. Okay. And men have much greater difficulty being emotionally expressive. That's the trick, is that women have been duped into thinking they're not emotional because they're not as emotionally expressive the same way women are. Yeah. Women are clearer and more verbal. That was a new information emotional. for me. That was a new information for me. Okay. They don't listen either, though. So if we, if I'm we, sorry? If we she talk... She said they don't listen either. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about how we feel, and I think almost sometimes, like, I don't know, I talk too much. They listen differently. Yes. Yeah, they listen That's to what they want to listen to, maybe? I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say listen, negative. But... They listen as you're initiating sex. They listen. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hands up for that one. <laughs> Next week, Gary's uh, back with his secrets to affair-proof your marriage. Bye, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org.